Hello everyone. I hope everybody's doing well. Thank you for joining me to another of my episodes. Today I'm going to be talking about fake spirituality. In my last episode I talked about why I let go of anything that had to do with yoga. And on this episode I wanted to just dive a little bit deeper on these uh, concept that I've been talking about it for a long time on my social media and uh, I use Instagram and Facebook and a lot of the people are listening are people that have connected with me through social media so This is something that I've been talking about for a long time and I'm really happy that I get to have this space right now where people can actually hear my voice and connect with me that way because I know that there are certain things that I talk about that when people read them, they get really triggered. So... I think that by listening to my voice, it creates a different effect. And people can actually make that connection with me through my voice. So, what is for me fake spirituality? I explained uh, my experience in the spaces, you know, of uh, yoga and, you know, spiritual communities. You know, there's always the idea that we're going to save the world, but loving everybody and, you know, the love and light and, you know, that's going to really save everybody. Everybody's happy in those spaces. You know, everybody's, you know, really uh, ecstatic and, you know, rising the kundalini and all of that. So it's all about love. It's all about happy and jolly and, you know, because we're in those spaces loving everybody and we're going to save the world like that. But I notice that in those spaces, <clears throat> excuse me, not a lot of people are really talking about the shadow aspect of ourselves, the darkness. We all have light and dark. It's a duality that exists in nature, you know? We have storms. We have earthquakes. You know, there's really chaos at times when nature is having its cycle. When nature is creating that duality. And at the same time, in some places, you know, it's going to be sunny and beautiful and see rainbows and it's just beautiful landscapes so nature has a duality of light and dark and nature has no judgment towards it it's just it is what it is 
there is no bad or good or you know somebody's gonna get punished nature works in perfect ways it's perfectly imperfect and nature animals you know they they don't have judgment about those things you know animals are not complaining and upset because it's raining or cold or hot or you know they're not bitching about it like humans we do in our society we have developed an idea that any feelings that are the opposite of happy and jolly and loving are not good feelings they're not good behaviors the patriarchal white supremacy ideology has told us has programmed us to not connect with any of that and if there's any of those feelings we have to suppress them so everybody's suppressing those feelings everybody's suppressing their depression anger fears guilt all of it i mean we can see today in our society how that has become a big problem for our society we have a big problem with mental illness and nobody's really treating it as such you know it's like we have a problem but what if we don't have a problem? You know, we're just disconnecting. We have disconnected from Earth. We have disconnected from that duality. So, yes, we don't want to, you know, express any of that. You know, how many times we go out and we say hi to people and everybody's doing good. Nobody wants to share all those aspects but what's happening today is that we cannot separate spiritual spaces from social justice it's all interconnected because when we find in spaces like that there's going to be different people with different backgrounds with different experiences with different privileges and today we can't ex escape from that. Specifically people of color. We can't escape from that. I know there are some people of color that have completely different experiences. But for the most part, most people of color living in this country can't really escape from that. It's just everywhere we go. You know, even if we are trying to avoid it. I always try to avoid it. I'm not going out and looking out for people to be racist with me or to do something or to look at me in, in a certain way. I don't. I go out, I do my business. I'm not thinking of the color of my skin, but the color of my skin is there. I cannot hide it. I cannot hide my accent. I mean, you can hear it right now. 
there is some people that are, you know, have trouble understanding me, understanding what I'm saying because of my accent. So all of that, I have to assimilate all of that every day. There is one reason that also making this podcast happen was because, yes, I was a little bit self-conscious in regards to that, in regards to, you know, people be able to understand what I was saying or wanting to hear my voice or just, you know, knowing that I have a strong accent. So these things are just there. I'm not going out, you know, I'm not really super conscious of this. This is just, you know, who I am. But when am I out and about in the world, that is present all the time. Like I said, you know, in my previous podcast, whenever I was in a yoga class and if I'm talking right away, you know, people see me different. And the reason that I am different than others is what makes me differ or to think their idea of how we're going to save the world is, it's not like that. So at this moment, due to my experience, due to what I see is happening to me, is happening to my people, is happening to people of color. Yes, I have anger. And it makes me angry when the truth is out there and nobody cares about it. So there are times that, you know, when you find in these spaces and you show up your anger, then you turn into this sorry person that needs healing. You have problems. You have a a lot of healing to do. There's just something dark about you with so much hatred in your heart. So this is when spirituality takes a turn, right? Because isn't it spirituality about love and light and everybody loves each other? So why when people are showing up their emotions, then the spiritual people that believe in the love and light are actually judging the person to, for expressing their feelings? And sometimes those feelings are actually based on facts. It's not just something that is happening inside of me and based on my experience. There's a lot of facts happening that we need to think about before we believe that love and light is going to save us all. We have to be mindful of other people's experiences. And this is when, you know, spirituality turns into fake spirituality. 
because we're missing the most important point. We can be, you know, speaking about spiritual practices when we're not also thinking about social justice. Especially at this moment when there is a huge shift in the world and indigenous people are really rising up. There is no person of color that I don't talk to that we don't share these views. I know there is some other people of color that, you know, they don't see it that way and, you know, they think that we're in like victim mode. There is a lot of rising up in regards to bringing awareness into spirituality and decolonization and bringing up a lot of questions about how those spaces actually perpetuate more harm and perpetuate uh, modern colonialism. And also the fact that a lot of those spaces lack diversity and inclusion that's a big problem that's not a spirituality that's not what a spiritual means because in the spiritual world earth everybody comes together everybody Everybody, everything works in harmony. And this is what is lacking in spiritual communities. They really get lost in, you know, like this delusional idea. And I don't know, maybe, you know, the hallucinogenous hallucinogenous well all the plant medicines that people do would definitely create a delusional state even their views of plant medicines it's fake spirituality Indigenous people did practice many traditions where they included plant medicine. And it was used, you know, to go on a quest, to find answers, to go on a trip, to go within ourselves. But there was always an intention and it didn't happen every other week. And they had to pay, you know, thousands of dollars. And they didn't have John being the shaman. And everybody's wearing their Christian Dior and jewelry and makeup and, you know, all this bullshit. That didn't matter at all. There was an aspect of ritual. And just talking about indigenous people from the lands we know as Mexico, my ancestors, 
We were extremely clean people. We still are. So yeah, there is that part of, you know, pride in yourself and taking care of yourself. And that's something that indigenous people from the lands we know as Mexico, the Nahuas, Aztecs, the Toltecs. They showed. And actually the Toltecs came first and then the Aztecs. The Toltecs created such an amazing way of life. It was all about mastering, you know, ourselves, like mastering, being masters of ourselves. So with fake spirituality, when you're showing everything that you are and you're connecting with yourself, that's not okay. I have heard many times from people telling me that I need a healing and that I need find the light and they, they couldn't believe I'm spiritual. Actually, that's an insult to me. Because... If one thing I always talk about is about how I am no part of any of like that spirituality bullshit. I even say, you know, it's on my bio. My space is not about fake spirituality. And the spirituality for me is connecting with the dark. I need to connect with my dark side. I need to allow all of it to come out. So fake spirituality, I think, is just sort of like a, you know, it emerges with capitalism. Because with fake spirituality, we, you know, we need all these tools and all these classes and all these certificates. And that's how we're going to reach enlightenment. But there is no space for anger. There is no space even for truth. There is no space for accountability either because they're doing a good thing. I'm doing my ayahuasca every week. I'm going with my shaman John. I'm going to my cacao ceremony. I'm connecting with my heart. <laughs> So because they think they're doing something good, you know, they're just being a judgmental bitch. And I am being a judgmental bitch. 
I'm 41 years old. I, I'm aware that there is no expiration date for healing. There's no such thing as I'm healed and I'm finding enlightenment by doing ayahuasca every week. No fucking way. From 41 to from 41 years old <laughs> and I'm just finding parts of myself that I had no idea they existed. I have been on this healing path, like really consciously being on a healing path that I had the consciousness that I needed to move towards something else since I was 15. And since then, I've seen a lot of things. I have experienced a lot of things. I have been there, done that. And I'm still learning. I still don't know shit. But one thing I do know for sure is that love and light is not going to fucking save anything. Nor anyone. We need to connect with the dark. We need to connect with that. You know, like it feels like a fire inside of us that wants to come out, but we keep repressing. We keep putting it down because the societal norm is telling us that that's not okay. That's not who we're supposed to be. We have to be decent citizens. But that's just an idea. That's not the truth. How are we going to really know ourselves to make a change if we don't really connect with every aspect of ourselves? With that duality. But because we have disconnected from Earth, of course we're not going to understand that. And that's another part of fake spirituality that we think that all these external things are going to bring that to us. We're not even looking inside. We need all these tools. We need all these plant medicines to get there. Like, really? No, those are just aids, tools. That's not going to get you fucking anywhere. I mean, if you've been doing ayahuasca for a fucking year every day and you haven't found enlightenment, like, what the fuck are you doing? (laughs) Of course, you're never going to find it. All of that lies within us. And indigenous people, my people, they knew this. I know this. I've done plant medicine Except for cannabis, and that's my medicine that I do on a daily basis, yes. But other plant medicines, I have always done them with such respect. I need to respect it. I can't abuse it. It's so easy to abuse that. 
I've been there. I've been at that moment that I see my psyche feeling so good, have received all these answers, like having had like an amazing ceremony with it. And I see how my psyche is telling me like, whoa, I can't wait to do it tomorrow. And then I catch myself like, oh, wow. Like I already want to do it because it did feel so good. But if my psyche is telling me this, that means that I'm not going to do it. But people don't really truly know themselves. And they're just putting everything into these things, these material things that they think is going to heal them and is going to heal everything. I mean, how many Kundalini classes do we have to do to really find ourselves or save the world? Because, hey, if these people have been doing fucking Kundalini for so many years and they say that that's going to save the world, like, hello, I don't see any fucking change. And you see maybe a change within that community because a lot of those people are fucking filthy rich. That's fake spirituality. Most of the teachers, sages, healers that I've met, that I look up to, they lived in poverty and they died in poverty. Because... It was just part of who they are, who they were. It was inside of them. And when you know that that's part of you, when you know that that's inside of you, it's really hard to put a price on that. No matter how hungry you are, it's really fucking hard to put a price in your medicine. Because you truly want to help people, no matter what. And I know I struggle with that. I could be doing cacao ceremonies. I could be doing all these things that are part of my medicine that are within myself. And I can't do them. There are times that I do want to do it because I want to make some money. I want to make some extra money. Money's tight. And I just can't do that. It's just not in integrity for me and my ancestors. I can't abuse that. I really can't. Honestly, it makes me mad sometimes. Because it's like, fuck, I want to make some extra money. All these fucking people are making money from cacao ceremonies and like, oh, love and light and the heart. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> I carry that medicine deep inside of me. It's in my blood.
So this is why I say that fake spirituality merges with capitalism because then not all of the sudden being spiritual is about spending money. It's about buying this, buying that, like all these programs, all this stuff, like going to a yoga class, going to a Reiki lesson, doing this, ayahuasca, peyote, all this shit costs money. But if people were really connecting with themselves and with their spirit, they would know that you don't need any of that shit. You can just walk outside barefoot, be with the trees, nature, and just like that, it changes everything. Nature is my guru, the plants, the soil. Honestly, there are some, there are a few, and I can actually probably count them with the fingers of one hand of people that I like what they have to say that inspire me or like, you know, I read their words and it's a lot of what I, it's when I read their words, I read myself as well. And this is why, you know, I have that respect for them because you know, like I connect with them like that. But I don't follow anyone. I don't praise anyone. No one is my teacher. Let's just say that. There is people I look up to, but no one is my teacher. I don't have images of any gods nor goddesses. I have none of that. I have crystals. When I need to talk to somebody, when I need to talk to my teacher, I go to nature. I lay down and I ask. I confess. <laughs> I just do everything with nature. When I'm feeling sad, when I'm feeling happy, when I'm feeling angry. Talk out loud. I cry. And she listens. And there was a moment in my life that I didn't know that. And the only way I was able to find that was going and paying money. And feeling good being around all those people that they were so good and doing amazing things. So I'm so happy to say that I really don't need any of that. I just got rid of my huge crystal collection. I sold it. I sold all my crystals. I'm actually getting rid of probably 90 95% of my belongings. I truly want to live a simple life because for me, that's being a spiritual. I don't need things. I don't need to perpetuate more to the problem. 
I don't need any new things. I don't need any fancy things. There are certain things that I need and I'm going to keep using, like the microphone I'm using to record this and the technology I need to record this. Yes, I am part of the problem as well. But I am understanding that being spiritual doesn't mean I need these things. I can only just connect with myself. I know that by saying this doesn't mean that everybody's just going to stop <laughs> all of a sudden. Yoga studios are going to keep existing. Yoga classes too. All of that is just going to continue to exist. This is a space where I'm sharing my opinions, a lot of truth, and it's all about disrupting the status quo completely. I want to really ruffle feathers and... I say, I like to tickle people's brain. Just plant the seed of a different thought. There is also something that happens within fake spirituality. And I'm going to read a quote that I wrote. If your spiritualism is not as inclusive and diverse, and it contributes to the ideology of colonialism, your spiritualism is upholding the white supremacy system. And I'm going to read it again. If your spiritualism is not inclusive and diverse, and it contributes to the ideology of colonialism, your spiritualism is upholding the white supremacy system. This was my experience. And this has been my experience for a long time. Finding myself in these spiritual places and being the only person of color. And nobody says anything. It seems nobody cares. Like I said in the yoga studio where I was teaching here in Nevada, sitting in Grass Valley, that's where the studio is. And I wanted to create a space. I was shut down. And there was really not awareness about how that problematic and toxic is. Because when we are in a space when where there is only white people and white people are talking about love and light is going to save the world and we all are one and all of that, it's fucking bullshit. When this is happening in a mostly white space, there is a problem with that. And that's fake spirituality. We can't be talking about we all are one when not everybody has the same experience and the same opportunities. And sometimes it's not about choice.
And that doesn't mean that we're living in the past and that doesn't mean that we're like embedding uh, with a victim, you know, uh, mode and oh, we're just victims of white people. No. It's not about that. Talking about myself, I also have privilege. I'm not here suffering. I'm free. I don't have to watch my back. And I'm going to add some like news here, but like right now, ICE is going to go across the country to arrest immigrant people, <clears throat> which most of them are going to be indigenous people. That's what's happening right now. I don't suffer from that. I don't worry about that. But I am aware that there is other people that do worry about it. <clears throat> and because I have a privilege and I have this microphone and these machines that I can use to share this out with whoever listens to it, then I am going to use it, this space to do that because they can't. So it's not about being a victim or being lost in the past. These things are happening right now. That while some people are right now doing some sad num sad num sad num sad num, <laughs> thinking they're saving the world, there is people that are being taken out of their homes. How come we we're not all one then? This is fake spirituality. And when there is not an awareness around social justice, spiritual communities are upholding the white supremacy system, the patriarchal white supremacy system. That's how I like to call it. And we see this too many times, but if you express anything, you're angry. You're the angry woman of color. You just have so much anger in you. I can't believe it. You need healing. Yes, I need healing. Because I'm healing all this bullshit that is running in my blood. I'm healing hundreds of years. And not just that, although I do identify and I carry more the indigenous blood, I have the colonizer's blood as well. So I'm healing all that bullshit. And these are the moments that we need to speak up about these things. Because it's important and if we have the space, if we have the means to do it, everybody should be doing it. I'm not making money from this. 
but it's my passion to share this because I truly want to tickle people's brain and I want to give another idea, something completely different. Although there's a lot of people that talks about this. I was talking to a friend the other day, my friend from Mexico. She's been my friend since we were like, what, 12 years old? <laughs> We've been friends in forever. And she still lives in Mexico. And, you know, she was, she's always asking me about what I write. I mean, she can understand some stuff, but not everything, which I'm going to start be sharing in Spanish as well. I need to do that. But, you know, she's telling me this and... She then, you know, asked me about all these things that I'm sharing. And I tell her, I tell her what's happening. And she's also surprised about it. She can't understand it. She's really like, well, really? That really happens? I'm like, yeah, that happens. And she's like, oh. Like, she doesn't understand it. It's like such, like, you know, it's like a Twilight Zone, you know, story. And that's how I feel here in this country. I feel like I'm in the twilight zone. And that's how I feel when I am around the fake spirituality communities. It's just so hard not to see the hypocrisy and double standard. And you can't call it out because then you're the angry person. Because... In the fake spirituality circles, they don't understand that we have to connect with the dark aspects of ourselves. That's part of it as well, as a duality. So this is why these communities are not really creating a change or really truly allowing people to dive deeper into their darkness and to deal with it. And like, you know, if we were all dealing with our own shit, I'm pretty sure we could create a better world. But nobody wants to look at that. Nobody wants to deal with that. And with fake spirituality, not at all. Nobody wants to look at that. It's a love of light. You know why people always, in the spiritual, you know, world, they always like to post, you know, uh, memes or quotes of Martin Luther King. <laughs> it's so funny. Being spiritual is connecting with that dark shit that nobody wants to look at. You know, all the stars that come and all of it. The anger, the pain, the guilt, the fear, the negative self-talk, self all of that. We need to look at that before we look at anything else. And we need to look at the darkness that is happening in our society. It's not just happening within ourselves. It's happening in our society. There is some dark shit 
happening right now and we have to look at it. And your spiritual teachers, your healers, they need to fucking bring awareness to all of this. If it's all love and light, it's bullshit. And especially if you have or follow white people that are in the spiritual communities. If white people are not talking about this, there is a big problem. And that's fake spirituality. When a lot of these ideas, and I'm going to speak, you know, from the indigenous people of the lands we know as Mexico, because those are my people. When the Toltecs started creating these, you know, uh, coming, manifesting these teachings, coming together, the sages, the astronomers, you know, like all these the alchemists coming together and understanding that it was all about going within ourselves. We lived in a different world. Life was different. You know, when Hindus and Buddhists and you know, all these people came with their teachings. It was a completely different time. So I don't understand why people think that a lot of those teachings have to be practiced with the same kind of mind as, you know, whoever wrote that thousands of years ago, hundreds of years ago. We can't. We live in a different world. So we have to pay attention to that. And this is what a lot of the spiritual communities are not really seeing and understanding. We can't be in the spiritual places without talking about social justice. About looking around and not seeing people of color and thinking that's a big problem. This is not okay. What's happening? Why people of color are now showing up in our spaces. And it's also important in these spiritual communities to know, um, tokenize people of color. To not just call in people of color, you know, so you can look good in the pictures. I knew that only the people that had the money were the ones that could be saying, we're going to be saving the world, we all are one. In that room, we were all one at that moment. Because when you are in that space, 
Yes, it feels good. Yes, people coming together, it feels good. Of course it feels good. But when in that room, not everybody's included, then that's the problem. When people are doing cacao ceremonies and the people whose tradition belongs to are suffering and are dying, that's a big problem. And that's going to be my next episode. Talking about cultural appropriation. So for today, thank you so much for listening. I really appreciate it. You know, I'm trying to use professional equipment here, but this is raw. This is me just showing up authentically as I can. Whoever listens, great. Thank you for supporting. I really, really appreciate it. I hope I tickle your brain a little bit. And I bring out a thought, an opinion, an idea, very different from what you heard before. My space is all about disrupting the status quo. I hope you have a great weekend and take care of yourselves and just please share. I will really appreciate it if you share and if you leave any reviews and or email me, message me about it. I will really, really appreciate it. Have a good day and have a great weekend. Adios.